are you looking forward to watching a Han Solo movie as a fan? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, <laughs> Hi, I'm Ethan McKinley, and I'm here to talk about Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Fuck. As poor George Lucas sits in a food court in Adelaide, alone, he wonders, where did it all go wrong? After literally changing movies forever with instant classics like the Indiana Jones trilogy. Yes, I said trilogy. And two Star Wars movies. You know the two I'm talking about. And some not so instant classics. Howard the Duck, Tucker the Man in His Dream, Radioland Murders, Murders, Willow, Red Tail, Red Tails, what's that? He created the special effects behemoth, industrial light and magic. He created the company that became Pixar. All the great sound in the movie theaters was his THX sound system. He even built affordable housing for the poor. He was a king among men. Then, in 1999, after the release of the Star Wars prequels, 1977, I haven't felt this since 1977. All the young boys who had carried his stories in their hearts. Were now a generation of overweight or underweight men children who had turned on their father and threw him down the reactor shaft of Skywalker Ranch. Climbing out of the critical Sarlacc pit, he had changed all aspects of the entertainment business, but he couldn't change the mind of his fans. He made one last grab for glory with Indiana Jones and the title that's way too long to say right now. It's a very interesting story. It doesn't make any sense at all. Are you aware of that? Dragging along with him his pal, his best buddy, director Steven Spielberg. And look what happened to him. Medication time. Medication time. George stood indignant. Wearing his trademark checked shirt and denims, at this point, the only thing this once great man inspired was a generation of lesbians into home improvement. He just wanted to be loved. His legacy damaged, his dream up in smoke. The only thing left unruffled was his magnificent head of coiffed hair. And with a heavy heart, he sold his empire to, to a giant mouse. What have I done? What episode of Black Mirror is this? Can't touch this. Can't touch this. After many meetings and talks and power lunches, Disney rejected all of George's story ideas for his final trilogy. And now, with Disney tying themselves in knots as not to offend the millennial audience they were going for, they went ahead and essentially remade Star Wars through a united colours of third wave feminism filter. And still, they came under fire for not making Poe and Finn gay. So the next time, Disney took great pains again for their next Star Wars movie, Rouge What? Rogue One. Sorry as they had a group of wonderful, likeable, 
actors from all nations, denominations, creeds and religions. And like a Rorschach inkblot test, viewers projected their hopes and dreams onto the screen and once again fans got angry and attacked Disney for not making Donnie Yen and Wang Zheng's characters gay enough. <laughs> I mean, look, out of a monk and a heavy weapons expert, it's hard not to see who was the frothy party bottom out of these two. Did you see Revenge of the Sith? They can't even get heterosexual relationships right. No, <laughs> no, it's because I'm so in love with you. And so, with The Force Awakens, Disney got the original trilogy of heroes back. Luke, Han and Leia, with new alumni joining their ranks to pass the torch to. Oscar Isaac as the new Han so whoops. I mean, Poe Dameron. Did you see his action figure? I mean, who did the head sculpt? Helen Keller. Oh my God. Daisy Ridley as the all new Malibu Stacy Luke Skywalker. Don't ask me, I'm just a girl. <laughs> right on, say it sister. And John Boyega's Finn as the white on the outside defecting stormtrooper. And for the dark side, Adam Driver as Diet Pepsi Darth Vader Kylo Ren whose only skill with the Force, as far as I could see, was how he got his giant horse face into that tiny helmet. <laughs> and of course, the all-new Orange is the New Black, Yoda. Of all the original cast, and to no one's surprise, Harrison Ford seemed the least buzzed about returning. And after begging for his character to be killed off in Return of the Jedi, he finally got his wish with The Force Awakens, with the most telegraphed and clumsily shot death scene of all time. <laughs> And like some PTSD war veteran returning again and again to the scene of his personal hell and not understanding what was real life and what was the movies, Ford crashed his plane into a golf course. You know how to fly, don't you? No. Do you? Oh no. How hard oh can it God. be? He then broke his leg on the set of The Force Awakens. And then they That's broke his leg! <laughs> Even when filming was done, he tried to fly his plane into the oncoming path of a passenger jet. Why, yes. Land, go. Harrison, look, you don't have to do any more Star Wars movies, okay? Movies in real life are not the same thing. Harrison, look, if you die in real life, Han Solo dies. But if Han Solo dies... Get off my plane. Doesn't matter, just watch The Matrix. Get on with it. Yes, get on with it. Get on with it. Okay, okay. What can we expect from the Last Jedi trailer? The trailer opens with what we think is a starscape. But as it turns out, it's the ground of Octo. The place of Luke Skywalker's exile and the place of training from him to Rey. Daisy Ridley, of course, acting very similarly to a reaction during her forceback flashback at Maz Kanada's castle in the last movie. Boring. The next scene, of course, is Rey being trained by Luke on Octo. As told by Mark Hamill at the Star Wars 40th celebration, he says there's lots of mystery surrounding Luke's background, as Star Wars expanded universe author Timothy Zahn cries himself to sleep. I told Ryan, I fundamentally disagree with virtually everything you've decided about my character. Uh -oh. This could indicate that Luke may have at least one foot in the dark side, or has come to realize that to obtain true balance, you need both light and dark side training. Will he be a Yoga Dagobah basket case type character? We do know from the trailer that Luke trains Rey and he tells her to Just breathe. Or at least how to get bait. 
It could also indicate that Luke has washed his hand of his Jedi training and discovered a secret and a reason for their weakness. Anyway, we get to see what is obviously Princess Leia from behind, surveying a tactical star map. Could that be the map to locate Luke? Special mention, of course, should go to the returning character Ken Leung as Admiral Statura. And who's this? It's Admiral Akbar, everyone's favourite goldfish. Wow, Admiral Akbar! Just chilling there in the background, waiting, just waiting for his turn to say. It's a trap! It's a trap! Now, is it me, or is it Yoda or Alec Guinness saying, To the dark side. At 054. Actually, it's not that clear. But I'm getting a kind of Qui Gon Jinn kind of feel, but I'm not sure if Disney are acknowledging the prequels in a kind of overt manner. It's the bit where it looks a bit like the Beast Lair from 1983's Crawl. What do you mean you've not seen that movie? Uh, but it's actually a bookshelf. Now I've looked closely. Surveying the pages, or it could be an old Kenner Star Wars action figure card. I don't know. Is the gloved hand. A right gloved hand. Now we know Luke wears the glove in his right hand because this happened. What? Fingers in the door. No, not that one. There you go. Daddy. Next, we have Kylo Ren's helmet, but this time it's a smashed and smoking wreck. A bit like my mom. It could indicate a lightsaber has been used. I guess he got bored trying to wedge his giant head into that mask, <laughs> or has he turned his back on the knights who say? Next is the, I'm sure, soon-to-be-classic training scene as Luke watches over Rey wielding Anakin's lightsaber at a safe distance of 200 yards, of course. Had Luke watched the last movie, he would know that she can do anything and is probably better than him. Did you rip that off? Of course! It has been speculated that Yoda is sitting atop the rocky outcropping next to Rey, though this is probably bullshit. The sensation you're feeling... It's Next up is what fans have speculated as a new form of B-Wing. I still don't know why it's called that. They really wrote themselves into a corner when they christened the X-Wing, didn't they? Oof. At this point, we see Poe Dameron rushing with BB-8 towards his black X-Wing, only to see the hangar destroyed and possibly his beloved ship. This is good. The Millennium Falcon roars into action, destroying a TIE fighter. Now, as Rey piloted the Falcon to Octo, Luke's Jedi Island and Exile planet, at the end of the last movie, the rumour is that the Knights of will make an assault on Octo to try and find Luke, with Kylo Darth Pepsi flying his own personal TIE fighter. We do see Ren wielding his crossguard lightsaber and waving it at someone off camera. We then see Rey running on Octo. Is she trying to rescue Luke? Do you know what? <laughs> I'm just listing things that are in a trailer. How boring is this? Uh, you know what? I'm going to wrap it up. <laughs> I offered you a chance when we could have done something. I offered you a chance and you blew it! If they just kept Hannah out for one more film. You blew it! So the new audience could get used to him and maybe even like him. Then you could have your Luke and Han reunion. Then you kill him. It's the middle dark second act. But what do I know, J.B. Abrams? Uh, yeah, just watch the trailer. You know, who knows what's going to happen. W what does George Lucas think? That's what I want to know. I may have gone too far in a few places. Shut the fuck up, okay? Shut the fuck up! I've been Ethan McKinley. If you've enjoyed this video to a certain point, I know I have, please share and subscribe. I need your help. Touch the screen. I, I can feel your hand right now. Press harder. Would you flunky? Might be dozen. <laughs>